Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Started today. For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. It's time for the Urology Center of Iowa audio cut of the day. Kick is up. And good! Appalachian State knocks off number 14, Coastal Carolina, and here come the fans. Set up your vasectomy appointment with the Urology Center of Iowa at 515-400-3550 or iowauro.com. All right, hour number two. Welcome back. It's Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. Kevin Lehman momentarily. Bill Bender from the Sporting News toward the bottom of the hour. Did you see the final few minutes of that game yesterday? Happy State when Coastal was trying to let them score. Yes, and the kid took the knee like at the six. And well coached. Yes. Because they were clearly getting out of the way. They wanted the ball back, knew that that was their only opportunity. And Happy said, say, no, you got no timeouts. Tick, tick, tick. We'll get close, kick the field goal, and good night now. And that's what it was. That kid snuck that field goal in, had the missed extra point earlier. (laughs) And as somebody that was holding a four and a half ticket with Happy State last night, holding your breath. Overtime would not have been a good thing. Probably not. But that was a fun football game, along with all the baseball last night. But college basketball is here. Ready or not, it is here as we transition. Still some football to be played, clearly. Uh, but basketball, media days have come and gone. I see Frischilla's talking to the Cyclones today uh, at their basketball facility. Kevin Lehman joins us. He talks to us a lot throughout the college basketball seasons. Washer Systems of Iowa uh, sponsors Kevin Lehman. Kevin, Trent, and Ken, good to reconnect with you, Kevin Lehman. How are you? It is good, guys. Good to talk to you. And it's, uh, you're right, you're right, Ken. Basketball is just around the corner. Media days are about over. I'm getting to some practices, getting to get a feel for some of these teams. So excited to get back on the trail again. Indeed, Kevin. I know you were at uh, the Big 12 Media Days yesterday. Uh, again, the conference is going to be very good at the top, but I want to pick your brain on the Big Four in particular, and we'll start with Iowa State, who you know we know their record last year wasn't good, the lack of conference wins, uh, prom out, T.J. Otzelberger back in. I'm anxious to see what this team looks like, Kevin, because I think there's some parts there. I do. How long do you think chemistry, because they get to practice all year, etc., but how long do you think it'll take them to look like TJ wants them to look before they come together as a team? How difficult will that be? Well, when you talk to TJ, it's all about establishing his culture this year, and he talks about creating winning habits. But he's got some talent there. You know, Tyrese Hunter, uh, that freshman point guard, and then the kids he brought in, Brockington can shoot from Penn State. Uh, it gave Kalsher uh, can get back to his form, the Minnesota transfer. And he told me Blake Henson liked him, although he struggled at defensive. And, and George Condon had a pretty good year uh, a summer with the, with the uh, Puerto Rican national team. So there's some pieces there, Ken, but not the pieces that you're seeing at the top of the Big 12 right. that Kansas has, that Texas has, that Baylor has. 
they're really, really top-level teams, and we've seen the Big 12 just year in and year out. Just what a great conference that is in hoops. We uh, had the conversation, I think it was yesterday, who do you think is going to be the leading scorer for the Cyclones this year? You mentioned Hunter. I think Brockington, that was my pick there. You can make some arguments for different guys. Who's going to lead this team in scoring in your mind this season? Boy, that's a great question. But I think I would go with the same that you said, uh, uh, Trent, that would be Brockington from Penn State. Because he's proven he's a double-digit score at that high level in the Big Ten. And you talk about the Big 12. You know, Again, people are saying the Big Ten is going to be the best league in the country, top to bottom. But look at the Big 12. The last two Final Fours have had a Big 12 team in it, Baylor and Texas Tech. It's not been Kansas, their marquee team. And that's how strong that that league has been when you get to postseason play. And, and Self's got to like his team again, right? Yeah. I mean, he has to. And I'm anxious to see Beard, who skips across to the state, but you know he's a great coach. Uh, they're going to be a factor as well. Is there a... Oh, not the three. I mean, Baylor's the defending champion. Is there a dark horse in this conference, Kevin? Who do you have your eye on that maybe not going to win it, but it's going to come out of the pack uh, and, and maybe be a pain in the you-know-what? Well, I think it's always West Virginia when you talk about who's the pain in the rear. But just because of what Huggins can do, he probably does more with less talent than anyone. And he'll tell you, Right there at media day, says, you know, we don't recruit and we can't recruit the guys that Kansas is getting, that Texas is getting, that Baylor's getting. So we got to get guys that are going to outwork people. And that's always been the mantra of a Bob Huggins team. So I think that's a team that's probably uh, in the middle of the pack. But there's definitely separation from the top three. Kansas, Texas, and Baylor have separated themselves talent wise from the rest of the Big 12. Don't want to make this all Big 12. I want to move on, but one more on the Big 12 for me. Uh, Porter Moser, of course, now at Oklahoma. Um, how big, how, I mean, he's a basketball coach, right? And he's a good one. He's a very bright guy. Uh, so is, will this be seamless going from the Valley to the Big 12 in your mind? Well, it will not. Here's one of the reasons why. Uh, you know, his team, or the team he was supposed to have, all hit the transfer portal suit right before That's he was hired. So he basically had three players coming back in. So I talked to Porter down there. And, of course, he's already got the walled culture. Uh, they got all the sayings in. His players were recited it to me. So it's, again, it's probably like TJ. They're putting that culture piece in. But he had to really go out in that transfer portal and grab players, which is something he said he doesn't want to continue to do. He wants to get high school kids and fill in with transfers. So I don't think it's going to be seamless just because that cupboard was bare. So one thing that uh, came away, you got to help me out here a little bit. I know the director of officials, he talks every year at Big 12 Basketball Media Days, and he brought up kind of a change in the way that they're going to call traveling. Were you there for that conversation? It, I just saw the headline for it. I haven't dug in deep yet, but do you know what that means and, and what how different maybe calling of the game is going to be because of this new rule, if you will? Hmm. Well, Trent, it's not a new rule. And Curtis Shaw, it's one of the reasons I love to go to the Big 12, meaning because usually Curtis Shaw, who's head of the officials for the Big 12, shows us tape and video. He didn't have it this time. But basically, the Euro step is now legal. Okay. The step back, three step back, three is legal. The spin move is legal. They're looking like the NBA now, and he was really concerned <laughs> about the officials. And, uh, but as he said, everything's now leading toward the offense and giving the offense an advantage. So, guys, you're going to see a lot of traveling not called <laughs> in the college basketball. 
get used to it, I guess, right? But scoring will be up. Uh, I mean, I guess that's behind it. So, yeah, I reserve judgment, but on the surface, I didn't know that, Trent. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, let's go to the Big Ten. We'll save the Valley for last. Where we'll get to those uh, Drake Bulldogs. Um, Look, it's going to be different in Iowa City. Uh, no Joe Wieskamp, of course, no Luca Garza, who didn't play a minute last night uh, for the Pistons, but is on that roster. I'm anxious to see how this team comes together, Kevin. I really am. It's going to be a different team. There's different leadership now. This is clearly Murray's team, uh, but there's some dudes there. Uh, what, your, what are your thoughts on this on, on the Hawkeyes as they get set? Well, I think you're exactly right. They're going to play a different style. They don't have the big man inside. Even Fran said that to me when I watched them practice after media day. You know, they had the luxury of shot clock situations. Get in Garza's hand. He's going to get a bucket. He's going to get the free throw line. So in my opinion, someone has to step up and be that bucket getter. Is it going to be Kagan Murray? Uh, we know Bohannon can shoot threes. But there's such a role difference now with these players. You know, Murray's got to step up, you mentioned. I think Patrick McCaffrey's going to be big Mm -hmm. with this team. They're going to be a more of a pressing team, more up-tempo. We know Fred likes to do that. But the concern I have is, can they shoot threes after Bohannon? No one shot over 30%, including Connor McCaffrey, Patrick McCaffrey, Keegan Murray. And what are they going to do in the middle? I think you're going to see a lot of small ball out of them, Ken and Trent, with Rabasha at that five, even though he's more of a four. Uh, I did like what I saw to the freshman Riley Mulvey. He's big. He's got soft hands. He just needs to get stronger. But he'll give him a couple minutes here and there this year. So Bohannon's the two guard. But how long does that last? If Toussaint, we find out, is just not a full-time starting point guard. He's not a guy you can count on for 28 minutes a game. How quickly would you see Fred relenting and say, you know what, we got a guy that is one of the top assist guys in Big Ten history and can shoot it as well. Bohannon, you're back to our point guard. Do you think that'll happen this year? I do, I do, and uh, maybe sooner than we think. Uh, maybe it depends Trent, on how Aaron Eulis develops. Mm-hmm. But when you look at Toussaint, he made a total of three threes all last season. Mm-hmm. There's a term when you scout a team called dorking a player. That means you don't guard him. They're going to stand that defender back there at the free throw line on Toussaint and dare him to shoot threes. So uh, I think that you're going to see Bohannon back that point some just to give him more three-point shooting. And again, uh, Somebody else has to develop that three-point shot, too, to spread out this defense. Because this is going to be a team that drives and attacks the rim, not a team that throws it into the post. Well, we saw what Keegan Murray did last year. There's been a lot of buzz about uh, around his twin, Chris. What are you hearing about Chris Murray when you watched them practice? What did you think uh, of Chris Murray? Well, here's the funny thing about the Murray boys. They're such unimposing, uh, you know, kind of nice-looking kids. Uh, and I kind of saw that at Chris. He just kind of floats around there. He's got some skills. They look the part. But to me, Chris Murray's got to prove it, that he can make shots when uh, the game's on the line. And uh, I think the other kid, too, we got to take a look at is uh, the freshman Peyton Stanford. Can he help yeah. him out some? Those are two guys I think have to step up. If they can, you've got a 10-man rotation uh, for, for Fran McCaffrey. And we've always complained that he's played too many guys. Hmm. But uh, – I think you're going to see it again this year. He's going to play 9 or 10. Well, Kevin, Iowa's got a chance to ease into the season. The first six teams that they play all at home. And looking at Ken Palm as he has come out with his preseason numbers, they're favored by 21 points or more in every one of those first six games. So they'll get off to a 6-0 start, you'd hope, before they go to Virginia for the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Speaking of the Big Ten, Purdue, a lot of buzz. Michigan's going to be great. 
I still like this Illinois team, even with the loss of Desumu. Who do you like in the Big Ten this year? Who's your favorite? I like Purdue. Just what you're bringing back, and Zach Eady, uh, Ivy's coming back, Fabian Williams. But and I'm with you too. I think Illinois with the return of Coburn is going to be outstanding. Mm-hmm. Andre. Corbello's about ready to have an outstanding year. He gets a lot of talk. How about Trent Frazier? Has he been there for like 10 years? That guy is still playing for the line. Him and Kwame Garris, I think, were in the same backcourt in 1992. Crazy. Well, and also, I think you got to take a look at Michigan because great recruiting class. And uh, there's a guy, Javon Howard. Javon Howard has proved that he can coach at the big time. But I I think when you look at the Big Ten, those three teams in my mind have separated themselves. I think Ohio State's right on their heels. Mm-hmm. Maryland's brought in a lot of transfers, and you never count out Michigan State. And a big question, I think, is where does Indiana land? Can they get in that upper echelon under their new coach? We shall see. Let's do the Missouri Valley Conference. We'll save Drake. They are uh, the preseason pick in the Missouri Valley Conference. A.J. Green is the preseason player. He is back. Look, I, I, I think this team, look, there were so many expectations around it last year, right? Where the buzz was, this was the Panthers. It was all about the Panthers. And then they lose number four, Green goes down, and it was an entirely different season. But they learned to play without him, and I don't think that that's necessary. I'd rather have him, obviously. But maybe maybe there's some lessons to be taken from that. What kind of team is Jake going to have this year? Bowen Bourne, anxious to watch him. Uh, your thoughts on the Panthers? Well, I got to see them practice, uh, Ken. And you know, first of all, we all want to look at AJ Green. Where's he at? And then practice, he did what we saw him do two years ago. He's making threes with a guy hanging on him with a shot clock running down. He's still doing that, but you can tell his timing isn't quite there. I think it's going to take uh, a couple more, a few games to get those game legs down, sea legs, so we say. But you know, he looks bigger and stronger. But the guy that really caught my eye was Antoine Kimmins. He is their energy person. And remember, he decided not to play at all because of COVID last mm-hmm. year. He's going to be a big help to this Panther team. Fife is still trying to work himself in shape after some illness he faced. But you got Burhau back. Noah Carter's a uh, MVP player in the making, and they really like Nate Heisey along with Bowen Bourne. This is a this is a Jacobson team that's going to go ten deep, guys, and he's got. That's what the benefit was last year. Ford and Heisey got all the experience as freshmen. Now you put Kimmons and A.J. Green back in there. This is a team that's got a lot of depth, a lot of talent. But it depends how well can they shoot the three. We know that about 40-some percent of you and I shots under Ben Jason come from the three-point line. And how about the preseason schedule that they have this year? Game two, going down to Fayetteville to take on Arkansas. Game three, taking on St. Bonaventure out in New York. Preseason top 25 team, St. Bonaventure, by the way. Love it. Richmond there, Marshall, a couple of good mid-majors, Liberty, who is a tournament team. So they're going to be once again battle-tested by the time we get into conference play, it feels like, with these Panthers, Kevin. Well, one thing they've done, and I we've seen Darren DeVries do it too, they've upgraded their schedule, and Ben Jackson has always done that. I'm glad to see Darren DeVries do it this year. Mm-hmm. And the Valley, if they're going to be a multiple-bid league, which they can be this year. They've got to make some noise in November and December. And here's what the mid-majors have going, guys. Their players all came back, especially in the Valley. Fifth year, what we call super seniors. The Valley is loaded with them at Loyola, I, Drake, Missouri State. So look for the Valley to make some noise in those tournaments that they're in. And also, uh, 
you and I added the schedule. So they got Vermont, who's been a quality team in there. They've had a few other teams to this schedule. And how about this guy? You, Belmont coming in this league, mm-hmm. that's going to really help the Valley. No I'm hoping they go to a 20-game schedule because the biggest challenge that Drake and Northern Iowa has is scheduling. So if they go to a 20-game schedule, you've got two more quality opponents in Belmont that raise the net score for the Valley. That's going to be a good thing. When you talked about the top teams, I'm glad you mentioned Missouri State. This is a team that played really good basketball down the stretch a year ago. We're right there with Drake in the conference tournament in that uh, semifinal game. They're a really, really good squad. I, I like this team. I like what they have coming back here. Probably the dark horse, but the team that, if it's not going to be the two in-state teams or Loyola, is Missouri State that team for you? Oh, no question. Gage Prim is the best postman in the Valley now that Crutwig has gone. They've got Isaiah Mosley. So first two first-team preseason picks. These guys were first-team last year. But in my mind, though, Trent, Dana Ford has not proved to me that he can win the league yet. Yeah. Darren DeVries has done it. Ben Jameson has done it. So i got to see Dana Ford take this team to the top before I become a true believer. But those top four teams in the league that you mentioned, Drake, Loyola, you and I, and Missouri State, they're all loaded. And those are all teams that can win games in the NCAA tournament. Mm, Drake hosts you and I on a Saturday night, February the 5th. Uh, they see each other twice in, in two weeks, so the uh, February 5th, that'll be a big ticket down to Nap Center if the season goes as planned. Well, let's finish our conversation with those Drake Bulldogs. Uh, Coach DeVries has it going, and his son joins the squad. What do we expect uh, out of junior here? What kind of year do you think he's going to have as he leaves high school and heads into the Valley? Well, Ken, here's what I came away watching him practice. This is an old team. I mean, they got guys that are 24 years old. And here comes this 18-year-old, Tucker DeVries. Usually you see a big separation, whether it's uh, physical ability, maturity. He fits right in seamlessly. I've never seen that happen with a team with that many older guys and a freshman coming in. He's going to be really good for this team. And the guy that you can move around to different parts, uh, play different positions, they've got a little problem at the center position. They've got Darnell Brody there. But Stamaki is out for the year with that ACL injury. Mm. Don't be surprised to see Tucker DeVries play a little point guard and play a little five-man because this guy is a chess piece that Darren's going to move all over the court. And physically looks the part. Trent and yes. I were commenting on it yesterday. I, I, I was shocked. 6'7", put yeah, together physically. He He's a big, big guy. Roman Penn back off the injury from a year ago. Tucker, the backup point guard. Is that what you anticipate? Who else if it's not those two handling the ball for the Bulldogs this year? Well, they brought in Io Akinwole, who is a grad transfer from my old school, Nebraska-Omaha. Uh, nice kid, Air Force kid. He's been around the country. I had a nice talk with him. He shot it really well for the Mavericks at Omaha, but he's been struggling to shoot early is what Darren DeVries told me. Once he gets a little more comfortable, that will give him a backup to pin. Uh, but this is a team. The one thing I like about what Darren DeVries does, those all those four positions – on the perimeter are interchangeable. So you can see different people start this offense, whether it's Sturts, Murphy, Wilkins. That's what makes it really hard to guard. And uh, When I watched them practice, they are so far developed just because of the experience. Uh, and I said to Darren, you need to play somebody else right away because mm. they're so used to going against one another. And they've got a scrimmage coming up here soon, one of those secretly closed scrimmages that we never know about, but somehow <laughs> the score leaks out. 
Indeed. Swiss Army Knife Garrett Sturtz. Love watching his between his ears. Such a smart, smart player. Always puts himself in the uh, right spot. Uh, not the most skilled, but boy, he's got a lot of will, and you love to have those guys on your roster. Kevin Lehman. Kevin, great to talk to you. Look forward to doing it a whole bunch through the season. College basketball is who uh, is with us. Uh, enjoyed this segment, Kevin. Thanks for doing it with us. Appreciate it. Ken Trent, always a pleasure. Have a great day. You do the same. Kevin Lehman. You'll uh, hear Kevin and see Kevin in a bunch of arenas throughout the Midwest here uh, in the weeks and months to come. February 5, 5 p.m., Nap Center, Panthers, Dogs. You're going to be there. I'll be in California. Be in California. That'll be my vacation. That's vacation vacation week. I think that's it. Gotcha. Uh, You wouldn't be there anyway. No, I would be watching it on TV. That's a big spot. It is. I'm excited about both of the Valley teams. Missouri State's going to be good. You keep saying they've. That's not the, today's not the first time. So Loyola, I believe you. you're not buying. The, everybody's got Loyola. If it's not the Panthers or the Bulldogs, I, I'm. I got to see new mm-hmm. coach, new right. staff. Crutwick's yeah. not there. Right, boy, what a player he was. Yes, he was. Oof. It's going to be different. Williamson's still back for. I mean, he's a really good player, but but Crutwick, they might be. If I had my preseason poll, it would be Loyola four. Mm-hmm. You and I three. Mm-hmm. Drake, two. Wow. Most a one. Wow. And I do not like Dana Ford as a coach. I do not think he's very good, as Kevin said. But they're talent. They're really, really good. It's going to be a fun race this year. It's going to be and fun. And then you had I'm Belmont. Oh, yeah. Look out. What a good conference. I want to see Tucker DeVries, how he fits in. And it's a conversation we've had now a couple of times yeah. already. Is he the most valuable player to his team in the state? I mean, look what they were without him. Oh, yeah. Right, probably not, because you take him off that team. Well, they're still an NCAA tournament team. Yeah. How valuable can you be? But maybe taking them to another level. He's so good. Yes, <laughs> the shots that he makes. Roman Penn. I wonder where he is health wise. No. Yeah, because yeah, he got hurt real late. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It'll be fun to figure out. It'll be fun to watch. And uh, ready or not, it's almost upon us. We uh, have another $1,000 handoff. Bill Bender coming up as we'll get back to college football with Bill Bender from the Sporting News. But it's time for a $1,000 handoff. Text the keyword bank to 200-200 right now. It's your chance to win $1,000 bank to 200-200. You'll get a confirmation text and info. Standard data and message rates apply in this nationwide contest. The NBA is back. And DraftKings, an authorized sports betting partner of the NBA... The key to victory is a strong starting five. And new customers, you can bet just $5 on any NBA team. And if they do, you win $200 in free bets. So why not make your roster all Washingtons? Five of them. How about that? Five bucks for 200 sounds great to me. DraftKings Sportsbook customers also can get it in the game with new same-game parlays where you combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download that DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code KX. And I'll bet just $5 on any NBA team to win their game. If they do, $200 free in free bets uh, comes to you. And that's only if you use that promo code KXNO this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. An authorized sports betting partner of the NBA must be 21 or older. Iowa only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call one 1- 8 
Global Direct Mail and Marketing, the teammate your small business needs. Locally owned and located in Urbandale, Global Direct Mail and Marketing can help your small business create the high quality print materials your business needs to succeed. Whether it's business cards, flyers, business forms, letterhead, calendars, or a mail piece to attract new customers, Global Direct Mail and Marketing is ready to go to work for you today. Save by working with the local small business that will go the extra mile to get you what you need. Global Direct Mail and Marketing. Call Craig at 515-282-3000 and get your next project. Trent Condon here for the Urology Center of Iowa. Now's your chance to sit on the couch guilt-free all weekend long watching football while you heal after your vasectomy from the Urology Center of Iowa. The doctors there perform my procedure in less than a half hour. Make the call to 515-400-3550. That's 400 400- 3550 and online at iowauro.com. A guilt free football watching weekend after your vasectomy. Are you missing out on life's activities because of hip pain? Ask your orthopedic surgeon about anterior advantage hip replacement. To learn more, visit aahip.com. That's aahip.com. The performance of hip replacements depends on age, weight, activity level, and other factors. There are potential risks and recovery takes time. Only an orthopedic surgeon can tell you if hip replacement is right for you. To find an orthopedic surgeon in central Iowa that uses anterior advantage hip replacement, go to AXNL. Do you remember the time that Michael Jordan won the first of his three P championships? It's been a while, but the answer is 1993. Do you know when Wolf Roofing started roofing houses? That's right, 1993. Wolf Roofing has been around for a long time. For your next roofing project, put the experience of Wolf Roofing on your side. Find them on the web at wolfroofing.net or give them a call at 515-225-8866. Or online, Wolfroofing in Urbandale. I'm Miller Condon. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, 106.3 FM, 1135. Back to college football. We shall go. Bill Bender, our friend from the Sporting News, he joins us. Uh, Bill, Trent, and Ken, as always, we appreciate you coming on. Bill, it's, uh, we're what, six weeks into the season. You have a Heisman vote. Can you recall a year, Bill, a recent, uh, you know, within the last decade or so, when there was seemingly is no clear cut favorite emerging, unless you you know obviously may you may have a different opinion on this, um, that that has you know taken over the role as the clear cut Heisman favorite, it would be an upset uh, if this uh, guy doesn't win. It, this year seemingly is different. It is, and it's hard to pinpoint a favorite or anybody that's even close. Um, you know, because I don't know. I, I've tried to answer this question all week, and I, I haven't had much success with it because. There are running backs out there like Kenneth Walker would be TBD. There's guys like Bryce Young if he takes care of business. Matt Corral could have the numbers, and mm-hmm. I can't believe I'm saying this, but the guy that, that I think is the best player in college football has played seven quarters of football. <laughs> Maybe, and I think Caleb Williams is the best player in college football right now, and yeah. I'm not afraid to say that. No, just Trent said it earlier in the week. I thought he made me stop in my tracks. You know, but I thought about it. And he's, he's, he might, he's got a good point, and you have a good point as well. Is it too late, though, Bill? I mean, is it too late to say it, or to win it, rather? The Heisman is a peculiar statistical award. You know, I, and I've been down this road. Like, so the first year I voted on it, I think it was 
Tua and Kyler. And I just, I think we had this discussion and I, I couldn't figure it out. And I ended up voting for Tua. Kyler won the Heisman. And my buddies like to remind me about that every year, especially this year with how the Cardinals are playing. Um, but um, it really is wide open. I think the second half of the season will sit, tell the tale and makes it fun because I, I, I you know, even on our midseason All American team, there were some tough calls. There were. Yeah. As we yeah hit the midway point, can open the show with that today and stop telling me these things. I just want to put my head in the sand and not have to, to hear about them. Well, as we trend through, it felt like we're on the path to one of the craziest college football seasons in a really long time. And it's not a stretch now. We're going to get Ohio State and Oklahoma and Georgia and Alabama. <laughs> and here we go again with the same old, same old Bill. Does that feel like to you the way that we are trending? Yeah, I mean, you know, it, Alabama and Georgia, until Alabama loses a second time, we really can't explore anything other than that with those two. So if Alabama beats Georgia and Georgia stays unbeaten, they're both going to get in the playoffs. Um, i obviously high on Caleb Williams, and that's my way of saying that I don't think Oklahoma's going to lose, so they're going to get in, which leaves the big debate that's going to Yep. It's going to happen in my home state. You know what I'm going to say yeah, now? Absolutely, and I'm all for it, Bill Bender. Who gets in, guys? One loss Ohio State, Big Ten champion, mm-hmm. or the Cincinnati Bearcats? I know. I know, the right, I know the right answer, but I don't know if it's the right answer. Yeah. Cincinnati, I mean, I think they're going to be on the outside looking in, and I'm pulling for them to get one of those spots, Bill. But when you put it like that, Ohio State, a one-loss team, came early in the year to an Oregon team who, I don't think they're very good. I mean, I don't. They might win the Pac-12, but eh, big deal. Um, If it's Ohio State and Cincinnati, Cincinnati's doing everything they've been asked. They come off a big spot against Notre Dame. Oh, they're going to have a letdown. Letdown, my you-know-what. They crush. Oh, Ohio State has four Notre Dame games, though. I get it, Trent. I've made that argument every single year until this year. I want to see Cincinnati in, Bill, but they're not going to get there, are they? They're not. If Ohio State or Michigan... I would even argue, let's say Iowa runs the table for mm-hmm. and beats off, beats Ohio State in the Big Ten championship game. Yeah, the one loss Big Ten champion with a win against Penn State in a top five game, and Ohio State, who would probably be ranked in the top five, will get in over Cincinnati, Michigan, or Michigan <laughs> State if they go on a run in the Big Ten. They mm-hmm. are getting in, so they need that big. Essentially, it's my way of saying. Cincinnati needs a Big Ten champion to have two losses. Cincinnati needs Oklahoma to lose. Cincinnati needs Alabama to lose because that's how the picture – that's how I'm seeing the picture, and I could be wrong. I see it the same way. I think the way that it's going to play out in the Big Ten top-heavy this year, a lot of good teams in there that will help out even a one-loss champion. What about the Big 12 in Oklahoma or even Oklahoma State? One of those two teams drops a game here during the regular season but then comes back and wins the conference championship game – how much power in a Big 12 that maybe is a tick down this year, how much power does a one-loss Big 12 champion have compared to a Cincinnati, uh, the second SEC team? That kind of elk if it comes down to a spot like that. Overall, just your viewpoint of the Big 12 and what that would look like. Well, I mean, you know, I think Oklahoma and Cincinnati are two weeks ago, I thought they were comparable. I just mm-hmm. think Williams changes the dynamic. He and does. here's the biggest reason why. And I charted this reason last week. Every drive they scored, except for one, they had a play of 25 yards or more. Hmm. 
And I, you could say, well, duh. But no, they were getting them every drive. It was a 30-yard pass here, a 40-yard run here. He brings that big play element back to the offense. And I'm not sure there's a quarterback in college football right now that throws the football better off the run than him. And, and he, he's just exploded in two weeks and with good reason. Um, so I think that's what – if they played Cincinnati, I'd probably pick Oklahoma to win. I think it would be a good game because mm-hmm. Cincinnati, what I like about them – their defense. Yep. They're they're like baby Georgia on defense. They're really good on that mm-hmm. side of the ball. No. I don't think they have a weakness. I I I don't defensively they're they're really good. Here's my question, Bill. Um who are Ohio State fans? Who do they fear most in the East? See, I I I think Sparty's it's hard to say it's 7 and 0 they're a fraud. That's unfair. But I don't think they're as good as Michigan. I don't think they're as good as Penn State. Quarterback injury obviously comes into play with Clifford. Who do Ohio State fans fear most in the East? Well, I mean, is it always Michigan? It's a they fear the feeling that comes if they actually right. lose to Michigan, if yeah. that makes sense. No. Because it would be they finally let the Wolverines break this streak. I think Penn State with Clifford's probably their toughest matchup yeah. on the field because of the secondary, and Iowa saw some of that. I mean, get, Penn State's got a good team. Mm-hmm. I think you're right about – I think Michigan's going to beat Michigan State next week, assuming the weather isn't awful. I, I just think they're a little more disciplined on the defensive side. It's going to be a tough game, though. They always play that fist fight. The nastiest rivalry in the Big Ten, by the way. Those two hate each other more than <laughs> – I think Ohio State and Michigan do, quite honestly. Um, and then it just comes down to can anybody slow down this Ohio State offense and and they maybe get lucky with the weather. It's that time of year. I don't know what it's doing in Iowa. We've got nasty. It's, it's temperature dropped and it's raining here, and I don't like it. Yeah, I'm with you. I hope Michigan State. There's you know a little bit of snow, snow mixed with rain. It's it's damp. It's miserable. It's 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 East Lansing in November <laughs> or late October type of weather. With that, uh, to the open news of the week, and of course LSU will be moving on from mm-hmm. Coach O after this season. Scott Woodward, he has been in the past as an athletic director, somebody that has gone out and swung for the fences, brought in big names. And, well, there's a big name out there that I hadn't heard rumbled until later this week, and that's Dabo at Clemson. Now, the question very easily is, why would you leave Clemson for LSU? I don't think it makes sense there, but I've heard it from a couple of places, including including uh, Feldman, who's as locked in as anybody there. Does that make sense at all to you, Bill? And, and have you heard any of those similar rumblings that Woodward is not just going for a nice coach, he's going for the top of the list? Well, why wouldn't they? I mean, that's a job where the last three coaches have won a national title. That money's not an object. The on its own was very peculiar last week. It was just weird. It was like how you... I can't imagine beating a big-time school and then getting fired the next step. Right. Um, but I think, you know, they're going to kick the tires on everybody ranging from Jimbo to Dabo to, you know, NFL coaches. Um, Bob Stoops could be, you know, they could touch all those bases. Mel Tucker's an interesting candidate. Mm-hmm. Um, and the biggest reason why to me is he's kind of flipped Colorado and Michigan State in a hurry, and he's learned from Nick and Dabo. And that makes him a really good candidate for that job. Now it makes sense. What about Joe Brady, a guy that obviously uh, Burrow uh, gives a lot of Joe Burrow gives a lot of credit uh, to his development to him, or Aranda at ba- at Baylor, who's doing a terrific job there, and of course was at LSU. Either of those two names get a sniff. Well, I think they're going to move away from that, and I think they're going to move. The reason I say that, and I, I get what you're saying, 
Uh, but, you know, with Brady, it's a guy that, you know, you're moving away from what Ed O had. And then mm-hmm. Aranda was the less mild guy, and they moved away from him. I think they're going to blow it up and start from new. And I think that's the right move to do. Start a new coaching staff that's not tied down because for the last two years, Ed O's been trying to recapture Joe, Joe Brady's offense, and I think Joe Brady's more of an NFL guy. I mean, once you go to the NFL from college, I think it's a little bit harder to get them back. Bill Bender from the Sporting News. Bill, great stuff. Enjoy the conversation as always. We'll do it again next week. Thank you, Bill. Appreciate it. No problem. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, good to talk to you. Bill Bender from the Sporting News on college football. Uh, If it's Iowa and Cincinnati, I'm taking the week off. You're going to be wrong. I know. That's why I'm going to take the week off. Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I don't know. I just like I've got a soft spot for that Cincinnati. But you usually don't. I know that's just it. It's age. We soften up. We've had this argument before, and I was on the other side every single time. And you finally wised up, (laughs) (laughs) and now you're being a moron. What's going on here? I I I like this team. I like them too. I like them. They're fine, but they're not getting in. You play one game of consequence over the course of a season. Yeah, another team plays five. It's not close. You're making all of my arguments over the last decade. Right. Uh, It's such a different conversation than even basketball, you know, with Gonzaga that you have. Yeah, the WCC maybe Mm -hmm. doesn't prepare them. Well, they played for two national championships the last four years. This has been bad. They're they're pretty well prepared by the time. This is different. This is where one loss ruins your season. Mm -hmm. Ohio State getting drilled by Iowa, getting drilled by Purdue. That kicked them out of the college football playoff. Mm -hmm. There's no games like that on their schedule. They play Notre Dame. Indiana. They play, no, Indiana stinks. Come on. No, I mean, that's just reminding you they play. SMU no, is good. I like SMU at no, the end of the season. They, they they won't. They don't play Houston, right? They don't. And then they'll have a conference championship game. Yeah. But still, even that. I mean, the dregs, too. And some years, too, the Americans actually good. That's not that's the case not this, this year. year. And not that's this another year. knock against them that needs to be used. Uh-huh. If this was a stronger conference as a whole... Central Florida's quarterback doesn't get hurt. Right. Maybe. Then the conversation changes, but that's yeah. not the case. Sorry, Bearcats. Yeah, Memphis isn't good this year. Give me They're a two-loss SEC team over them. Except it's going to be Alabama if it's a two-loss. Uh, you still want that? Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, Trent. We were talking Cincinnati-Alabama to... play this weekend. How much does Alabama win by? Closer than you think. 31-10? Closer than you think. 31-13. Okay. Uh, Back with your play of the day. We've got football. We've got baseball. We've got NFL and college. Little puck to dabble with. The NBA is upon us. We got all the major sports. Trent's play of the day, sponsored by Circus Sports, coming up next on 1460 KXNO and 106. Visit mobilitysales.com. Maybe you're thinking about franchising your business or purchasing a franchise. There's an experienced and trustworthy franchise lawyer right in your backyard. Don't waste your time or money searching for a lawyer out of state when Rush Niggett is here and ready to help your business. Hi, I'm Rush. I've specialized in business and franchise law for the past 25 years. I don't just want to be your lawyer. I want your business to succeed as much as you do. Your business needs Rush. Visit his award-winning blog at RushOnBusiness.com. It's good to have Rush on... Well, 1-800-BETS-OFF. Guys, are you looking for an excuse to watch football all weekend long? 
Then schedule your vasectomy with the Urology Center of Iowa. The Urology Center of Iowa offers nitrous during your vasectomy, cutting-edge technology to help you relax during your procedure. Make the call to 515-400-3550. That's 400-3550 or online at iowauro.com. Vasectomies with the Urology Center of Iowa. And tell them you heard it on you. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. It's time for Trent's Pick of the Day. Brought to you by Circus Sports Iowa. Here's Ken and Trent. All right, final couple of minutes here. Murph and Andy in, well, at 1 o'clock. The Fanatics at 3. Cyclone Fanatic Radio at 6. Hawkeye Nation Radio at 7. Browns, Broncos, Mm -hmm. the Case Keenum experience. Javis Landry has been activated. He will play tonight coming off the IR. Uh, if that moves your needle either way, what are you doing with this game, or are you doing anything? I'm doing something with that. I'm doing something with the NBA. I'm doing something with hockey. I'm doing something with college football. I'm doing something with baseball. Very rare <laughs> do we get all five of these sports together, so let's do it tonight. Swing for the fences. Here we go. We'll pick number one. We're going to take the Lanch. They're on the road down in Florida. Panthers off to a good Very start. Very good team. But a very talented Colorado team. We'll take the plus money, plus 115. College football. UNC Charlotte, now just known as the 49ers of Charlotte. They're a seven-point dog at home. I'm going to grab the touchdown against the Owls of Florida Atlantic. Baseball, give me Corey Knabel. He'll get the start as the bullpen mm. game. Minus 138, though, a little higher than I was hoping. That's the price for the Dodgers tonight. I'm going under in the Browns-Broncos. Rainy all day, 70% of rain throughout the game. And on top of that, we also have a lot of wind in that game. We finish it up. Late night NBA, give me the Clippers plus three and a half in their matchup against the Warriors. I smell a two and three. Two and three, probably, right? I've been good this week, though. No, you have. i got to give it to you. Started on Monday, Mr. Monday Night Bounce Back. You were due. You just got to yell at me a little bit. I'm better under pressure. Is that what it took? Yeah. Motivated you did it. Well, we'll be back tomorrow uh, with our picks. That'll end our week. Claxons tomorrow, fun day. Football Friday tomorrow. Thanks for being with us today on 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM.